think it at four. Here we go. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the Fellows Point of View podcast with the amazing Lamont and Fernando, the best host on this side of heaven. Yeah. I sure he do flew love us the sounds of that. I give it to I give you heaven. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to start with Lamont because, you know, this is the traveling man. We're going to catch him and see where he been and what he been up to because, you know, he's a little celebrity. You know, his little his little travel book is full, honey. It's just full. What? What you say? All I do is live no matter what. Live, 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 live. <laughs> and every time my hands go up. Is somebody on here? Did you say live? Mm-hmm. Live. Mm-hmm. Live and let live. Okay. Bye. Do you hear me? All day. Let That's what we do. That's what we do. You know, I have really I really haven't been anywhere. I've just been working like crazy preparing for the next two weeks which of my life, which is gonna be in uh the wonderful Western Caribbean with my husband. So I'm looking forward to that. That's what I've been doing, working like a slave, working like a slave. Mm, like a slave. Mm-hmm. A Hebrew slave, to be exact. Oh, shit. Hebrew? <laughs> Not even a Hebrew slave. A Hebrew you hear slave, me? damn. That means Hebrew. Ah! <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we we are we are headed to Jamaica and the Cayman Islands and the Cozumel oh. on next weekend. So oh. we're looking for it. We're starting things off at a wonderful weekend in New Orleans and we're going on from there, kids. So yeah. Where are you staying in Cozumel? Oh, we're not staying in Cozumel, we're just doing the ports. Okay, about to say I stayed in Cozumel for that wedding that I went to. Oh Jesus, that Oh yeah, where did you stay at? Uh, the, uh, the, I need to make need to make a note of that, uh, or maybe uh, we can the, talk about that. Uh, the inter- <laughs> the Presidente Continental. Presidente, okay, okay. It's the, it's the Intercontinental yeah, we're Hotel. Actually, we're actually going to be taking a private, um, a pirate ship cruise through all of Cozumel. Oh my God, it's so beautiful, yeah. so breathtaking. Uh, it has a it has yeah. a rhythm and a groove about 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 it around there. It's just. Oh, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I've never been, so I've heard it. It just makes cosm. I mean, um, uh, uh, b- 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 what am I thinking of? Uh, not Cancun. What's the other one? Um, come on, Fernando. Oh, Tulum, Cabo San Lucas. There oh, it is. Lucas. It makes Cabo San Lucas a trap. That's what I've heard. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's funny. It kind of puts the, there's parts of Mexico that puts the U.S. to shame. Like true, like true. like you know they have a, like like I went to see a butterfly sanctuary. I was like, do we even have that? Uh-uh. I'm like a butterfly uh-uh. sanctuary. Who would have thunk it? And but and right. I, it just like you know like you know just like and, and then you just see like the average everyday family like that's like don't have much money at all. Like in the most, they they and they they in their everyday clothes, getting into the water, throwing a snorkel on, and going into the ocean and just living their best life. And I'm like, that is beautiful. You ain't gotta wait to be invited to be invited to the uh, to the party. You just go. It's exactly. It's a, it's a Wednesday. And you, and make you, your just, you just go. You just go down. You just go down there in your house. Your house. Your house flip flops and your snorkel. I literally saw a, saw a, a, a mama in her house coat. She dropped her house coat and she had a flip flops on. Threw her flip flops on. She had a she had a, a pair of snark uh, uh, goggles on, and she kept him. She got in that water. She said, "Okay, <laughs> let's get it." I'm like, and here we go 
the uh, the, the amateurs. We got all kind of freaking equipment and stuff. And look at them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're they used to it. Eh? Circles they around to. around everybody. everybody exactly. Got and breathing shit. Baby. <laughs> they th- they out there swimming in the ocean because it's a Wednesday. Honey, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm going over the notes for the show, and I'm laughing. Sorry, I, I, I left y'all for a hot second there. Oh, Lord. He is so... You you it's, like, the tea is, is tickling him. The Baby! Is <laughs> tickling you so bad. You got your Wendy Williams on right now. I got my Wendy Williams on. I don't even like that. Shout, hey, wait a minute. Shouts out to Wendy Williams. She did receive her star in the Hollywood Walk of Fame she on today. She sure did. Kudos did to she? her. She yes, she her. did. Okay. We we applaud Mama for finally finally making a, a star in Hollywood in Hollywood. Yeah, I mean that's that, that's that's cute. I mean I, I recognize any person of color that uh, you know they they can get to get to that point you know point in their career. Right. Uh, well, bless her. Uh, whatever. No. Ugh. Damn, we always right. like to hate on the, on the Negro. Mother, I ain't hating on her. I just don't like her. <laughs> Well, there it is. I mean, hello. Ain't no hating. I just don't like her. I don't like her. Bless your heart. What's been going on with you, Fernando? Because I'm clutching my pearls reading my notes right now. Well, my my uh, I haven't done anything scandalous, so I have no scandalous stuff to report. You've probably been seeing on Facebook. <laughs> You've probably been seeing on what? Facebook that I've been going through some medical stuff uh, recently. Yes, we did. We yes, did yes. yeah. And we, thoughts and, and we shouldn't have had to read about that on some damn social media. We should have got a goddamn. <laughs> I didn't know how to really process it, to be honest with you. You could have sent us a text, I'm not feeling well, goddammit. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I mean, I just didn't really know how to say. I'm not really good at saying this stuff. I just kind of blurred out. And uh, and it's just, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I, go, I go for the uh, colonoscopy uh, next week. So I gotta drink that damn sludge. Oh, I forgot to go to the other uh, pharmacy and get it, but I got until Wednesday. Um, so for, for you guys, the audience, uh, like uh, that's not on my Facebook. I um, I my, my doctor said that I they found some soft uh, soft uh, tissue mass in my uh, in my colon. I've been having swelling in my uh, in my abdomen area. It's been very uncomfortable. Can't work out. It's just a lot of things. Just not very comfortable for me right now, and. And so um, they, they uh, and the polyps are, uh, are indicative to uh, to colon cancer, and so they they kind of told me this stuff because I've I, you know there's like you know you've been you've had cancer before so we have to like you know res, you know look at that first because you do have a history and it is hereditary in your family, so um, so I, yeah I'm going through that and on top of that. Um, I, I, I battle my I have a hormone imbalance that I'm battling as well. So I'm I'm having to go back into my um another specialist to deal with that and um and then uh, deal with, and then I'm having some blood issues as well. And uh, so I'm going to um uh, a neurologist um next uh, in the next two weeks. So it's basically all doctors testing and whatnot for me for the next month. Um, just to to see what's been going on, just like my body's kind of breaking down for no reason, and we just need to figure out what's going on. Uh, I was getting ready to call you old, but shit, you ain't old. So, no, I'm uh, not old at all. But you know, this goes to show you, like you know, I like I, you know, I, you know, even, even though I've 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 uh, I've lost a lot of weight, and I, 
you know, I skated on your past diabetes and, and, uh, and hypertension and high blood pressure and whatnot, you know, your body still suffers some type of damage for the stuff that you've done in the past. You don't, you don't just get away scot-free. So these things <gasps> can arise, you know, you know, arise. My father's also battling these, uh, you know, you know uh, some, some health issues as well because of this poor choices, uh, you know, in his past, in, in his younger life. And we, you know, you know, we have a, you know, we have a, a, a you know, all of us in our twenties, we think we're invincible, and so we, <clears throat> we we put out we put our bodies through a lot of rigorous stuff, and we and we don't always pay attention to everything that our body is telling us until we get into a certain age where when our body tells us something, it really tells us something. So you ain't as young as you thought you were. <laughs> yeah, shit, shit gets real, you know, when your body just just can't pretend like it don't exist no more. In your twenties, your body could just shake it off. And, you know, you keep it moving, you know, you got, you know, the only thing that knocks you down is a cold and a headache, you know, so, but when your body's telling you something, sometimes we just ignore it, or we like, oh, we're gonna drink some Robitussin and call the day, especially in the, in the black community, we are really, we are really, uh, you know, uh, bad about ignoring our bodies when our bodies are telling us something, we get real ambivalent about it, we, we want, we want to resort to Robitussin and, uh, and, and hot toddies and prayer, I'm like, if your body's telling you something, go to the doctor. That's what God put them on this planet for. They didn't put God is not sitting here, sitting here giving you miracles in, in your uh, in your sleep. That does not negate you from your responsibilities. God put put doctors on this planet with two arms, two eyes, and head and a head to think to help you out. That's that's how this works in this world. There's people in this world who's there to help you, so let them help you when they when you need it. So that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm I listen to my body, and my body says something's wrong. And you know, and at first I was like, maybe. Honey, and with trust, we know you know your body. <laughs> and 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 that, that that goes back to sexual health. I mean, like I was like, I I you know I I felt something. I was like, oh no 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 no, time out, no more, no more, no more. I you know when my when my body says something's wrong, I I don't ignore it. I don't care how how beautiful the man is, how big the dick is, or how good the ass is. I'll leave all that stuff alone. I listen to my body because I want to live. Yeah, live you better live i want to live and that's i think you know like you know you guys know, know openly that i had gynecomastias which is very prevalent in the african-american community a lot of black men do not know know about gynecomastia it's it's uh it's uh it's soft tissue in your chest it develops female breast those are that comes from a hormone imbalance that can also uh, you know uh, uh, uh that, that can also develop breast cancer that's where a lot of breast cancer comes from in black men uh and men of color is from gonoclomastia. They they work they in the gym working out to like, oh that's just fat, that's just fat. That's not fat. Dude. It's not going away. That's not going away. That is soft tissue right. that could potentially have cancer in there that could potentially kill you. Don't think that you too mask that, that you're not too masculine to have a have have have, have an issue like this. Don't think you're too proud for it. If you see something, feel something, do something. All mm. right. Well, we're definitely wishing positive thoughts and praying for you, and we know that all is going to be well. Yes, I will. I'm I'm still doing great. I I had dinner with some friends um, last night and just talked about it. And, they, and you know, and they, it was the first time they ever uh, they they've heard a lot of honest things about me because they asked about my company, and I kind of blurted out something that I'm I'm very open about about my my sexual past and you know my my uh, my past rapes and they they just were shell shocked when i said it it was like yeah i was like yes i've been raped four times yes i've been molested twice it's not pretty but it's my life it's honest and so mm-hmm. 
They were so it was right. Like, that was the that was that was like a dunk 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 in, uh, in my dinner last night. They were like, he was like, we're so sorry you're going through this. It's like, baby, I've been through rougher things in my life, and I've learned to fight for myself. Right. Nobody else right. is gonna do it. That is it. You can that pray about it and ask God for strength for it, and keep it moving. Huh. There it is. There, that is the truth right there. That is the truth. OMGG. So yeah, we're wishing you all the best. I have to actually, when I come back from uh, the cruise and the trip and everything, I have to uh, do another colonoscopy. I got to set up an appointment for it actually this week uh, before I leave. My doctor wants me to have another one done because I told him I'm still having problems with digesting of food. You know, it 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 sits there for hours after I've eaten, and I don't know what's going on. So, you know, I'm I am. Uh, you know, I, I'm 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 real cognizant. So the older I get, the more I'm, I'm. You know, I told I told Chris this before, but it's really true. If I sneeze wrong, I go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those men that say, "Oh, I'm you know I'm too butch or too masculine or whatever that I'm not gonna go to the doctor." Uh uh-uh. uh, because it's too much out there. It's too much going on, and you know, there's a there's a uh, uh, hereditary thing in my family with you know the men of my family having diabetes and high cholesterol and high blood pressure and everything like that. So constantly checking that you know i mean my dad died of an ulcer mm-hmm. so uh uh-uh. grandfather had stomach cancer you know so i'm constantly checking those things you know so yeah and i think you know I, I just go back to say again it's like you know you know and I, us as the black community we, we really need to take better care of ourselves you know we we just i mean i know in my family you know we just didn't have the money or the insurance to do a lot of stuff and so a lot of this stuff is super new to me like i'm pretty sure that these things that could have uh, you may existed for me in the past because i've been having stomach issues for years and i just ignored it i'm like oh that's okay i got irritable bowel syndrome i'll just take an emodium or something like that and call it a day you know i'm mm-hmm. i and because in the black you know not i'm not stereotyping a black household it's my black household we just have right. the resources, the means, and the education to be able to say, you know what, we need to put this in, in a in a high, you know, in, in a more capable hands like a doctor. Now we went to the doctor, but we went mm-hmm. to we, we did the bare minimum. Whatever that little bit of insurance we had, let us cover. <laughs> Anything that was out of pocket was out of the question. Out of the question. <laughs> so don't be asking for, when you when you're a child. They told they told you, you got you got a cold. Go in there for a cold. That's insurance covers cold. You got something else. You better lay in that bed, take some Robitussin. Right, <laughs> and you better not sneeze twice. Exactly. <laughs> uh huh. Because you're yeah. going to school tomorrow. Do you hear me? <laughs> I know I'm not sure. the only one. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Is quiet. He know. I know. Uh, baby, you going to school? Ain't no missing other school. And hell, here's a box of tissue, and we'll see you when you get home. Exactly. We will see you when you get home. They just passed where the uh, class is ten o'clock for kids now. Uh-huh. You said what? School is supposed to start at ten o'clock in LA County. Are you serious? For what? That's what they're saying. Ten to what? Ten to three or ten to two or whatever time they get out now. Honey, these dummies need to stay in school longer. I know, right? Do you hear me? 
I don't know what well, the, I, I saw that it's something similar up here passed and because I put it up in the school bus thing the other day. They were talking about the they want to push schools starting no late no earlier than eight o'clock for middle school. And I'm like, so y'all have all these wonderful great ideas. And they sound wonderful. And I'm sure that oh the kids need this extra sleep. But you didn't look at that we're in a nationwide shortage of school bus drivers. We right. already do two and three schools trying to make sure we can, and they already do staggered bail times for us. Now you want to push the time back even more. You don't want to pay us no more money. You ain't. So that's why you ain't getting no new drivers. That's why they leaving. Get with the program and fix the problem first before you try to add something to it. Because, baby, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it, because that's just going to make it worse. There's a whole lot of things. It's so crazy how the school system is so muffed up, because it's so... How much much politics in in the education? It's all politics. Exactly. I mean, and and you you would think that these politicians would take an honest look at themselves, like, what are we doing to these children, to these kids? Because I I go back to what I said back when President Trump was, uh, was, was elected. I was like, these kids, these kids that are younger than, like, younger than these these 20 some year olds or whatnot, you can say whatever you want to about the thoughts and the hot the thoughts and the and the, uh, the trap queens and whatnot. But they got some smart motherfuckers out there that's in their 20s right now who's watching all this transpire. And it ain't like the 20 year olds from uh, from last decade or last century where they would just say, oh, we're just, we're just gonna do something better than what our mothers and fathers did. No, these motherfuckers is gonna take the fuck over. And they go and they're gonna they're gonna say no, we're not gonna do better than you. We're gonna wipe you the fuck out, right? And now give two shits about you. I watch these executives in the twenties walk right past protesters and don't even flinch, don't even flinch in San Francisco, cause they ain't got feelings for you. They don't feel shit for you. They you can go and cut your wrist on the side of the street and they gonna just look at you like a crackhead and keep it fucking right. moving. Cause these kids ain't got time for you no more. They, you want you want a bleeding heart? Go to Sally Jesse Raphael, motherfucker. Bye. There's a tissue and a, a therapist for you. These young oh, kids Lord, ain't about your life. Oh Lord, did we bring up Sally? Sally, like girl. these young kids. But it's the truth though. These young kids that's only these only these, these Fortune 500 companies who are so fucking smart. You you be looking at your little nephew talking talk about, oh he he know how to work the iPad better than me. By the time he hit twenty some years old, that motherfucker will be have to put your ass in a wheelchair in the home. And he gonna leave you. He gonna leave you be because he ain't got time to mess with your stupid ass. He gonna, oh he gonna put you in a box, and he gonna go over there and go unfuck the shit that you put on the put in the fucking planet because he's smarter than you, faster than you, and stronger than you, and ain't got time for you. And he gonna and he gonna do it while he uh, while he uh, fucking trap queens. Well, not trap queens. I can't. It's, with it's you. the truth though because you go back and look at some of these young kids and you like you dismiss them. And then you go back and look at them, and that's that's the ones who straight A students going to Duke University right now. But that's the same ones you see on Instagram, pop locking and dropping it. They a different kind of species now. They do both. You got to watch out for them. I'm just saying, all these old people, all these politicians and whatnot, who's sitting up here working around the circles, they watching them. And it's and like that, like that. Uh, what was the name? Dylan Roof or whatever that dude name was. That little kid. Uh, from the high school, he said, "He said when we get old, he said, trust and believe. When we get old enough, when we turn eighteen, we don't like what you do. We will, we will put you out, not vote you out, put you out. 
This is what the young kids' vocabulary is. That's how they look at these old people nowadays. I went to a, a meeting, uh, like a, a, one of those meetups in Silicon Valley. These, like, I'm talking about rich, rich, rich kids. Rich, rich kids. I'm talking about they don't give a shit about nothing, rich kids. They had, they, do you know, at a, they had a smoker's lounge where they had a death board of all the, all the rich old executives? And they were putting bets on how they're gonna die and when they're gonna die or when they're gonna uh, or when they're gonna uh, 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 fail. Literally, they were betting. Probably. They were betting one hundred thousand dollars, two hundred thousand dollars, eight six hundred thousand dollars. Mm. I kid you not. Mm. I seen this on my. I could take pictures like that, but I seen it with my own eyes. These kids don't play. I don't dismiss them. I'm telling you. Like, well, I'm gonna dismiss them. Damn it, I'm like, dismissing. Like you can all you want to, but that's, the, that's gonna be the first motherfuckers who gonna put into law to wheel your ass in a home and put you in a box. Well, they got to find me because I'm going to the wilderness. I'm going somewhere where ain't nobody else at. They know. They know. Shit, they know where them hot spots at now because we put it on TV, so they know where to look now. It's on every television show, every movie. They know where the hot spots at for all the uh, for all the people want to be off the grid, quote unquote. They'll find you, honey. They ain't gonna. They ain't gonna want to walk. I'm going someplace where you got to walk to get to me. They ain't gonna want to walk. Ain't no. They come in by whatever. Fall in. I'm over it. Like, I'm sick of people. I I I, I like uh, you, you know how you know how they say life imitates art. We see like these futuristic fat factions and stuff like that. These kids looking at that and said, you know what? That's not a bad idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, watch the fuck out for them. Maybe I'll try that. Uh-uh. Because, because I can't that's, that's the people who got the money, who's, who's, who's slowly but surely get, look at the cannabis industry. How many of these cannabis kids who are making bank right now? Sure are. And, and that's the people right now who are starting, who are, who's going to learn how to put money in politics. And what they're doing is they're playing, they're playing a tougher game because they've been on the streets. So they know how to they, they know how to really fuck with a person, fuck with them to enough that they can buy a politician and then and then make them wipe their own ass later. I had a passenger the other day. Her son is um he sells cannabis to like five of the different dispensaries in the area, and he's made enough money to where he quit his job where he was making almost six figures. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Literally, <laughs> he is literally selling, growing cannabis in her backyard, and selling it to these dispensaries. Yep, because those kids are sitting there looking at formulas and they're testing it out. They're thinking harder. And I'm not saying as a blanket statement for all the young kids because they got some idiots, they got some fuck ups, they got some just some some waste of space motherfuckers around. Around, I'm like, they a bunch. There's a bunch of one hit wonders and thought queens out there. They ain't, they they fucking useless. But they are. But there's a lot of these kids who are a lot smarter than the average bear. Like the like the like the average person ain't smart. Like these kids are smart these days. Because I because last time I checked, my mama in her twenties was not doing what a kid in their twenties is doing today. But do you think they learned this in in school, or do you think they learned it on the streets I think when they left both. school? I think it's a bit of both. I think they found something they want to know about so bad that they did educate themselves about that specifically. And it drew them towards educating themselves because you, I mean, we're, we're, like they, like a lot of these, a lot of these dudes. I mean, I talked to some of these dudes in Oakland, and I mean, they some hood, they some straight up hood dudes. They, ain't, I mean, they they are nothing but fucking trouble. Good dick, but but right. trouble. And but ah! when you talk about ah! chemistry, it's and, 
you talk about <laughs> chemistry. You talk about you know grow, growing, you know, growing like you know growing uh, marijuana. They know the temperatures. They know the environments. They know the soil level. They know the pH balance. They know exactly how to, how to how to make it work. They know exactly how it's going to affect you because they did their research. They sit down all day long and learn their craft because they liked it. They liked what they did. They enjoyed it. There was that motivation. People forget you can do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're motivated to do it. That's all you need is a little bit of motivation. You can do the fucks you want. Oh Lord, I can't spit. Okay, <laughs> I'm not I'm done with you. He said they. I can't. All they got is good dick. Okay, <laughs> I'm done. Well, oh hell, <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Lord. In other news. <laughs> <laughs> Honorable mentions. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What honorable mentions can we do after that? <laughs> I, right, because I can't even come back. <laughs> oh my god, honey, y'all, Fernando is—he is—he is a legend. He is a legend, a living legend, honey. Y'all need to catch the tea. <laughs> I told you, he right there, he right there. But we did suffer. We did suffer a great loss. Um, I have to mention. I do have to mention that um, Elijah E. Cummins. Oh, he's a, um, a representative. <laughs> he passed away, and he's one of the most powerful Democrats in Congress. He was a cool ass dude. Yeah, sure and he was. passed away. He was one of the cool ass dudes that that you. It felt like that you could walk up to him and ask him or tell him just about anything. And he'd be right. like, okay, I hear you. I, I got you. You're cool. So we lost a great man. At He was 68 years old. And he was serving his 13th term as a representative for Maryland. And yeah. he was the chairman of the House Committee on Oversight and Reform. And a, a position that basically gave him power to investigate dork Donald Trump. So, yeah, yeah, oh, I, I had to actually meet him at um, Bernard Park's wife's birthday party, and cool guy, nice guy, down to earth, everything. And you know, just like Fernando said, you can go up to him and just speak to him, and you know, and he wouldn't be one of those little, oh, well, I don't have time for you. Yeah, no, like, like was, could be bothered. The people love the people, you know. And I really hate that you know we're lo- we're losing our legends, we're losing our people that have been fighting for us for years, and. You know, he was definitely one. And we stuck with these dummies that don't want to fight and run around hollering they woke. Like, they now right. that's the black, now that's the young motherfuckers I am talking about. Like, who don't know <laughs> that, they don't know their history, who don't ah. know who, what this man has done for, 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 uh, you know, for, uh, you know, for their rights. For their, uh, you know, uh, you know, for uh, you know, for their ability to do what they're doing now, this man played a pivotal role in a lot of things in his career, and I was like, we're, you know, as you as you, as you said, we're losing them, and I think yeah. the best thing that uh, that, that the young generation can do is learn their history, learn what was before you, learn the struggle that was before you that afforded you to to uh, to, to lead the way that you are in now, like because when you don't understand it. And you have a you you don't you lose sight about what you're fighting for, what you stand for. Learn was learn was there before you because it means something. It means something. Put some energy into that. And it's like you know what I want to know what this man was about. What what did he do for me? 
Because he, right. exactly. he did something for all of us. Hopefully this this will let them do that. Yeah. You know, it always takes something to be thrown in their face in order for them to, you know, oh, who was he? Well, then Google it. That's what, that's what it, whenever these millennials ask me, who is this? Who is that? I'm like, Google it. You know, I do that. You got to Google it. You got a phone. You got a phone. You got an iPad. You got a you got, you got a computer. Use it. And, and right. instead of instead of trying trying to take another trap picture, how about you trap yourself some knowledge? Oh Lord. So why yeah, and and y'all go share this podcast right now. Why you taking that trap photo? Because we supposed to go into the world of. Oh, is this music considered trap? I don't know. Nah. There is a new song out. Mm-hmm by Life Jennings. And I am I I was sitting having dinner with some folks and the lady was saying, Did you see what was going on? I was like, I'm sorry, I don't follow Life Jennings like that. I enjoy his music. I have in the past, but I don't follow his stuff. But when I looked at the lyrics, oh my goodness. I am half the words I couldn't even understand. So let's just start there. Let's start there. But the biggest part of the song is called Slave. 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 That's it. We already starting off wrong there. Uh And there's so much in the beginning of the song that you just can't. Uh, just can't get through. And I was like, "Oh, the beat is not, it starts off wonderful." I was like, "Oh, I like the song. It sounds it started off wonderful." And I mean, within two seconds, we had went left. I read the lyrics. <laughs> we had went left, and the part that got me is when it got to. I guess it was, I, I don't even know if that's because can't that can't be the chorus. The hook, but he said, "The hook, yeah, I'm gonna beat it like a slave, so you don't run away." Got the whips and chains. Call me master. I'm going to beat it like a slave. And you work every day. Do everything. I say I'm your master. I'm going to beat it like a slave. I'm going to beat that P like a slave. I'm sorry. (laughs) This is the type of artistry that we have to look forward to. I think that's his own personal perversion. I, I, and for for me, right. how I read it is that this is this, this man's own personal perversion, that he's he's looking to be provocative and being and trying to be a shock artist, and uh, and I don't think that this was really much artistry as much as it was just a need to be a need a need to be um, provocative, like I because it's like like it really didn't have no rhythm or flow or beat like somebody who's talking about something sexual. You know they they are they are lyric like it's you know it's it lyrically makes the fu- uh, fucking sense like any rapper in this world will go listen to that bullshit and be like what the fuck is he trying to say like you go back and like you know like I like um for in, like for in, uh for instance um y'all y'all heard me talk about the, uh, like the up and coming uh, ra- uh rapper uh Megan the uh, Stallion mm-hmm. yeah Megan the effing Stallion is what they call her on the read like <laughs> that bitch is. Everything like I'm a quote. I'm a quote one of her. I'm a quote one of her lyrics because I, it's on my head right now. When she said "lick, lick, 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 lick," this is not about your. This is not about your dick. This is simply our instructions on how you treat my clit. Oh my! Like you know how empowering it is for, for 
for, you know how empowering that is for a woman to say some shit like that because men objectify women in that same exact way as a rapper. But it was like the way it, the way she rolls it off or, 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 or put, punches that out was lyrically on fire. Now that but who like, want, but I was like, who, now that that was artistry right there. Like I have, but who wants to drive around listening to stuff like that? Because you know it's. Because you can't play that driving down the street when there's young kids around. But that's why you roll okay. your windows up and you turn your trap music on and you or you put your headphones on in the gym and you pop it. Okay. But look, we'll we'll let her slide. We're gonna stay on this life because I there's no way you can tell me that this is artistry it's when you not. referring to having like in the world of art, you know, you can say it's all subjective, and you know, somebody may find it interesting or something. But you're missing the you're missing the gist of what it is. He took slavery. I I, I don't care what you talk about in your songs, but slavery is a whole different ball game. Call me I, master. Like I just uh, I haven't done any research if that's a fetish. Um, uh, we know that there's fetishes that people like whips and chains. Well, well, even Rihanna say there's a there's a there's a race play. Um, I this is it's the song is titled "Slave." Rihanna went to there's a play on on Broadway right now that's a slave play that people are in up in arms about, and Rihanna went to see it. Okay. I, I, I'm sorry. We need to get past the point where we stop idolizing and we stop putting slavery to the front point of everything. I mean, yeah. these kids don't even, the kids don't even understand. And with that dumb, like the dumb Candace Owens talking about, I don't know anybody that's alive that was a slave. Because you too. Yeah, you don't you don't know, but knowing your history matters. It's subjective anymore. I mean, it's like it's just in your face, ass, pussy, dick. You know, you do do what you do. Here it is. If you don't like it, turn the channel. But the next song is gonna have the same damn beat. And 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 from my perspective, I could tell you exactly where this comes from. This comes from a sexually repressive culture. That uh, mm. that that uh, that has created a rebellious, uh, you know, a, a rebellious, uh, you know, um, 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 uh, side to it. Because you said they sexually repulsive, but I said, our, repulsive, our next I, said is... I said repressive. Oh, repressive! They ain't too repressive because our next topic, uh, we the, see that ain't well. Okay, I'll I'll let you I'll I'll let you go into now and and I'll 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 follow up. <laughs> no, I'm saying well, they can't be too repressive because our next topic, uh, we see that, that, that they not hurting in that department. No. <laughs> you are so giddy to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> the great, the great for? <laughs> So, uh, it's okay. We, 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 look, Life Jenna, your song is, 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 is horrible. You owe the people an apology for this foolishness because slavery is not something that you talk about lightly in a song like that and reference it to a woman's uh, lunchbox. I I think it was just in poor taste. It was very poor taste. 
Very poor yeah. taste. For like, like if you're a real artist, you could do better. You should be able to sing, or if uh, what? But what are neo soul art? So is that they're not if they're if they're not rappers, they're considered the the lyricists. So your lyrics should be a whole lot better if Ooh, you. The lyrics the- will very very very. Because right now I, I'm so disgusted by what the I read. The lyrics were horrible, pedestrian. It was like it. it like, what, the sad part about it. Here's what it really was. If you okay, so let's say if you take out the fact that you're dis you're dishonoring slavery, if you take out that fact, he wrote like he was a rapper that was just two years old and trying to get his first little record deal. Like I, I I'm I I love good sex lyricists like you like a Jill Scott, like. She can oh she puts it down as a, a, a lyricist and, t- and we're talking about sex and how she does it's very poetic. And yeah, I mean, it's, you have other lyricists like like it's not, that, it's not that point. It's not that that blatant. I mean, Jill's stuff is you know, it's suggestive. It's it's not it's not it's suggestive. That's the yeah, key exactly. word. Like that. It's like I mean, you, you there's no there's no room for imagination. I mean. Back in the sixties and seventies, when they were making music, it was room for imagination. <laughs> now, yeah, I mean, and, imagination. And you have you have like like, and you also have artists like Tank, you know, and uh, and uh, and, uh, and uh, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie ain't had shit in years, honey. I was getting but, ready to say I was <laughs> wish you would Tank, but when you said Jamie, I'm like Jamie. What the hell? <laughs> I blame it on Paul. I mean, was that sexual? I missed that. But <laughs> blame it on that. Was that was sexual. Hello. I well, well, like I'm talking about the type of music, and like it's like it's it that you know just that get you pregnant music. Oh, Lord. it is. Look, I turn some tank on. I'm like, I don't, get pregnant tonight. I don't know. Like, okay. like, like, I know I'm in trouble when Tank comes on. Oh, yeah, honey. You are always in trouble, so that ain't like, you. Like, if a dude come over and he turns some Tank on and he don't get it, and, I, and I'm like, oh, shit, he about to You're that. pregnant. I'm pregnant. <laughs> Literally. Like, I, like, it's no if, ands, buts, body. You get pregnant tonight. Uh-huh. I guess I'm going to have to go back and listen to Tank's music because I don't know it like that. Like, you will get, like, <laughs> You put some tank on and you getting pregnant. Literally. <laughs> you really will. Oh my I'm God. Sure. It's oh mm. okay. I'm gonna have what, to listen have, to that. Have you heard When We? Yes. I haven't That's I, what you're talking about. That song right there. When, that one alone. When we just when we alone. Yeah. That's part yeah. of the reason why my colon's fucked up. Uh-oh. I can't. I can't. It's all tanks fault sending the bill, girl. <laughs> I know, I know. Some of the audience is probably was thinking the same thing. Like that's another motherfucker probably fucked his colon up with all the dick he been taking. Yep, you know it's on the back of their minds. I know it, so I'm gonna make sure I make fun of myself. Fuck it. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen. 
I'm going to listen to Tank this um, this evening because I sure don't know it. You better get you a glass of wine and sip it slow and just let your imagination just go wherever it's going to go because it takes you there. Well, oh my. It does. He he got that voice like 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 the like you could just picture a dude coming straight out of prison with tattoos and like he ain't had there in a while. And he's like he about to put a sweat on he about to put a workout on you. Mm. And he just got that look on his face like I'm about to break your back. <laughs> oh my god. You know like, you could be pregnant. <laughs> like like he his his voice has that kind of like that kind of persona. About like I'm gonna break your fucking back. <laughs> I can't with y'all. Like I don't I'm know. I don't know. Really I don't know about your spirit, but I'm gonna break your fucking spirit too. I'm like while I'm at it, I don't know what I'm gonna do with you. Gonna have all my babies, and you gonna pay for it. Do you hear me? Not a drop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You be in the bed hugging the sheets, like what just happened to me? <laughs> y'all a mess. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. <laughs> oh, Y'all goodness. are a mess. That's, that's the moment when your name was really here, you sing. In <laughs> eight. Yes. That's when they start that's that's when you start hearing the, the N-word come out. Right. Yes, nigga, tell that shit up. Oh uh uh-uh. uh. I'm so done with y'all right now. So in other news. Yes. <laughs> I'm so done with y'all. In other news, so I sent y'all something else too as well. Um, uh, we got all your stuff. Did you? Okay, so I, I, I want to talk about the pastor last. I want to <laughs> But wait. Oh, wait save it. Okay, fine. We'll save it. Wait, save it. But wait. Wait, I'm sorry. They both pastors, so I don't know. <laughs> which which pastor do you want to talk about? <laughs> Well, since we talked about sex, let's go with the sexual pastor. Oh, you want to go to? I wanted to save him for last, but because I know you said you had you had some real clear thoughts and opinions on the other pastor. I do. So Lamont, were you? Did you use yeah. the other video? Did you see his live? A pastor Tom Anderson. I did not. Oh dear Jesus. Dear Jesus, maybe you should be lit. Maybe we should have did that live like we did the CNN thing last week. Yeah, yeah. We should have. Maybe I should play that. And we, um, so there's a pastor out of Atlanta named Pastor Tom Anderson, and the other day, Tom Anderson. Was he he proposed mm-hmm. to his 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 beloved, mm-hmm. and so they have a saved a date. They're getting married, Tom and Jarrell. J- yes. So they're getting married August fifteenth of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Well, some people in Atlanta. Atlanta. Make sure I want everybody at home to hear this clear. Atlanta, Atlanta, Georgia. Home of the gay boy. Home of Diaz. The muscle muscle Marys. The The, muscle Marys. The the trap queens. This is their bottom Bettys. This is gay boy capital. Right. Where the bottoms are deep. Where the bottoms are deep. Yes. Well, go ahead. 
the other day, he was upset because people were in his inbox. People were calling him to talk about how upset they were that he proposed to his male lover. I said, we're in Atlanta, children at home. We're in Atlanta. Uh-huh. I'm not, not understanding why people are upset because he proposed to his male lover in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Atlanta. Well, he decided he was going to go live and <laughs> discuss this with all of you in, in the world, uh-huh. not just Atlanta. And this is where, so let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. For those of you, I am a bona fide, I, I make money off of YouTube. If you are not giving your spiel about follow you, blah, 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 and your housekeeping stuff, I don't need you to get on here when you go live and say I'm going to wait for 50 people or I'm going to wait for 100 people or sit there. Fool, just start talking because that's what we got replay. Everybody is not going to see you on the first round. Most people catch you on replay. Okay, that was right. my sidebar. Right. That was my sidebar. Well, for the first few minutes, he stood there. Okay, I'm going to wait for 50 people to get on here. I'm going to wait for 50 people to get on here. I'm going to wait for 50 people to get on here. And I was like, nigga, if you don't shut up and get to talking. And so lives were truly changed when the 50 people finally got on there. Mm. So he alleges after he went into a cuss session, the pastor, the pastor, the great pastor. The great pastor went into a cuss session mm-hmm. and he was like, he gave you the address of his dealership mm-hmm. and he gave you the address of his church. If you have a problem with anything that he said, you could meet him at any of those locations. But he went into, if you keep talking about me, you pastors just on here, I am going to go into my inbox and screenshot, screenshot, screenshot screenshot our conversations where you're trying to get at me. Mm. And then he started calling a few names. Mm-hmm. And so he called out one pastor. And of course, you know me, I'm going on over to Facebook so I can see who you are. And I'm not going to investigate. I'm not uh, yeah, investigating. I was investigating. So allegedly, Kevin Nix, Kevin D. Nix, mm. you have been called out, boo-boo. He called you out. And when I looked at you, allegedly you do look like a punk. <laughs> so, but. Well, that's um, factual. That's not allegedly. <laughs> oops. I mean, I, I, I hear I hear T.D. Jakes, woman thou art loof. Okay, I didn't know who he was. I have no uh-huh. clue to who he was. But then he said, then he mentioned some uh, some church called Higher Dimensions. Mm. Which I, I don't know where that is. And then he said, I'm not talking about you folks who go to the vision because you already live in your lives. Mm. So he went on, this rant went on for a while. He went on for a while and my whole issue with this rant is that I would be all right if you got on there and just said that, okay, stop inboxing me, stop this. I am who I am. I'm living my life. I am an openly gay, same gender loving pastor. 
boom, I would be all right with that. But every five seconds you in here cussing and threatening people and you don't know me like this and excuse me, I don't want to follow you if you can't get on here and use your vocabulary as a pastor. Now, the rest of the world, we know they cuss like that. But as a pastor, there's a higher standard that you are supposed to be about. And I don't think that standard has been met. I don't think that standard has been met. And it was just too much. Fernando, what was your thoughts? I, I'm kind of, kind of, you know, I, I agree with you 110%. I, I kind of, echo, I was going to echo exactly what you just, uh, just said, and, and, uh, and add that, you know, I believe people are, you know, are entitled to their own truth, and it's not, you know, and I have been with married men before in my past, <gasps> even in my present before, uh, before, and I mean, I live in Atlanta, and I live in San Francisco, and it's no different. You know, there's still married men, got girlfriends, a wives, and whatnot, and and they want what they want what they want. It's not my truth to tell. You know, I think that, um, you know, if I think that if you, as a pastor, that you uh, you, sh- you should call for your higher self, and let this be a teaching lesson. And like instead of calling them out, call out the issue itself. It's like there's hypocrisy in our in our church because you know, like I live as an open, you know, as an openly gay man, and I have men who uh, who are seeking me out, you know, who say the very opposite. And maybe use as a teaching lesson for people out there because you never. I was like, you never. I was like, you never know that you could be the fucking linchpin that that man goes out and kills himself because of what you just did to him. You don't know what state of mind that he's in. You remember that when uh, when Jenny Jones accidentally outed somebody and they went and killed themselves a long time ago. I know some millennials don't know who the fuck she is or how that happened. But people know what state of mind. Google it. You don't know what state of mind a person can be in. I don't care if they download they trying they they're trying to do you. you know, the church is a very repressive place to be in and you don't know what part of the person's history who's led them to where they at where they at right now. And you know, they could you know, so I know that you're frustrated, you're pissed off and whatnot, but if you are a child of God, you know how you know how to and you lead with empathy. You lead right. with understanding. And all that and I was like what kind of pastor are you that you cussing and uh, and and uh, and and demonifying somebody else? It's like, aren't you supposed not to judge? Oh, uh, like, how? Oh, uh, like, just... why? Why would I want to subscribe to you if you are no better than any other uh, uh, fucking uh, you know gay you know uh, you know gay black queen in Atlanta? Just ranting and raving. I was like, you know better because you entertain it. Now you just a gutter butthole like the rest of them. Now I don't trust the words you say. I don't. You kind of de- 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 delegitimize, de- uh, you know, invalidate uh, ve- uh, yourself, and you can go back and uh, like, and, and then you inciting violence by saying you can come meet me at my place of work and whatnot. What kind of man of God are you? To be to behave to be such behave in such a manner where you can't use your words to articulate exactly how you feel, like what kind of person are you? Like I'm sitting I'm sitting here looking at you perplexed. I'm like like you know it's just fucking sex. What kind of fucking psychological hangup do you have about you and yourself that you gotta go back and out somebody for what the hell they want? I get that they uh, you know they uh, they sitting there creeping and creeping around. That's that's never going to end. They've been doing that since the beginning of time, honey. It ain't your fucking responsibility to go out the uh, you know out these men, but it is your responsibility to uh, to, uh, to talk about the hypocrisy that's uh, that, uh, that that's in the church and the Lord that you serve. 
Like that's where you should have led at. That's where your higher calling should have been. Instead, and, uh, and then maybe, maybe just maybe you went went viral for actually doing something a little bit better for yourself. That's just it. You did yourself, you did yourself no favor at all. You he he's did not, himself no favor. He's not even worried about all that. No, he did he's, himself he's no no favors. And so vindictive. Yeah, he was, he was vindictive. It was standoffish. It it spoke a lot about his own character. I was like, because you know, you know, people people say, you know, when you commit yourself to the Lord, you just become, you know, the Lord just overwhelms you, you know, with, with uh, His grace, and you become a different person. But I was like, no, your character traits are still there. It's encoding your DNA. You pick up little parts and pieces of things, and it makes up who you are. You are who the fuck you are, and the only person who's going to change who the fuck you are is you. And I don't care who it you wrap yourself around. <clears throat> you, uh, uh, you are who you are, and you be who you be. If you're the pop-off queen, you're the pop-off queen. You know, and uh, but but uh, but you know, if you want to not be the pop-off queen, then you need to go do some personal work with yourself and psychological figure out why the fuck that you got that you felt the need to act that way, to participate that way, to disgrace yourself that way, to delegitimize yourself that way. You must be getting married to your husband. And now you start here putting out talking about these men who's talking to you online. Now, what happens if some of these dudes can go back and screenshot that you replied to them? Oops. Yeah. He's not worried about that. What if you did have a conversation with them? What happens if you did have a conversation? Conversations you probably hooked up with them. Exactly. So it's like, what does it say about the legitimacy of you and your and and your uh, and uh, and you and your marriage? Like Uh now, and the thing is that. Here we go. We should have been part of this conversation because that's between you and yours. You should have been talking about a greater conversation about the hypocrisy in your religion, in your church, and the God that you serve. And it's like, you know what? I got men who is who uh, who, who are who are who are, who, are, who, are, who, uh, who demonify my sexuality, but they are messaging me for sex. Mm. And I I would say, you know who you are. Ho ho! You know who you are. <laughs> yeah, you know who you are. I don't. You know who you are, but I'm gonna out you. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to say your name. Nope. Be better than that. Mm. Just put them on notice. It's like I know who the fuck you are, and you know who you are too, and who's been messaging me. So let's talk about a greater conversation here, because be better than that. Mm. And now. Let me drag you, Pastor Tom Anderson. I'm going to drag you. Because, see, th- there's another piece here that, because, see, when I went to go research who you are, because yeah, I didn't know who you were, unfortunately, I'm not into the Atlanta church scene like that. Yeah. I had no clue to who you were. But I'm just, I'm just, I yeah, I'm disgusted by the post that I saw on your page. Attention, attention, attention. He's a attention-seeking whore like the rest of them. The right. post that is on your page is a GoFundMe. <laughs> so, after all of this cussing that you just did, <laughs> after Bro. all of this cussing, and wait a minute, wait a minute, see this, and this, this one takes it just even more. I'm sorry, because in this thing, you call yourself pastor on this one, you said this is Apostle Tom Anderson. Oh. So, Apostle. Yes. Where the hell do you get off asking some people to give you uh, money so that you can get a lease purchase for your church after you just uncussed everybody out? Well, they need to sow into the ministry. Mm-hmm. So, 
you said in this GoFundMe, this is Apostle Tom Anderson. Listen, I yes. need you all to help me. We yes. are getting very close to our lease purchase date next week. I would like to be able to purchase the church with you guys' help. I can yes. meet the goal. We have done so much in the community where the church and change lives as well. So I'm asking all my family, friends, supporters, please, if you can, help make this goal achieved. And I'm going to yes. need you to get an editor because it should have been, help. please help us make this goal, not achieved, because you haven't achieved it yet. A pastor's job is to make sure his sheep are protected and covered. You're not doing that. You're not doing that when you're on social media cussing just like the rest of the world. I don't feel covered with you as my pastor. Nope. Because why is your DMs just as full as the people in the world? Ooh, we can <laughs> so, and then he said, keep watch over yourselves and all the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which he brought with his own blood. Okay. How you keeping watch over us when we need to keep watch over you to see what you're doing? Because you should never let anybody get you out of your character where you have to get on social media as a pastor. Now, the, for those of us, the rest of us, those bloggers and those people who are podcasts, we will read your ass for filth. Yes, we will. That's if you have character to begin with. Oops. Oops. <laughs> Sounds like there's no character there. No. I mean, I'm just saying. You, you know, you, you know that there's some people who um don't have a really a, a space or, or or a rhythm in life. They just don't know what the fuck they you know they, they place in life. So they they do what they they psychologically what I what I what I call role playing a life role playing. Right. And they adopt a role, like you know, like they said, I need a job, I need something. So let me, let's see. Like it's like you go, you go to the, your things that that stand out. Like I could be a doctor, I could be a lawyer, I could be a cop. Like what's going to give me prestige and give me that panache? Well, I can run my mouth and I can I can play the role. I can play the role. I got this boastful voice and people can, people people uh, people said I, I you know I can command attention. So let me try pasta. And so let me ask this dumb question. This just he just put this up two hours ago, according to his social on his Facebook. This GoFundMe thing just came up two hours ago. Do y'all think that because of all the recognition he's getting from the live video, that this is the reason why he stuck it up on his page? Because people yeah. are coming to his yes. page now. Uh, yeah. Okay, there we go. I mean, we, we, I mean, we hey, we've already come to the conclusion that he's an attention whore, right? <laughs> There we go. You know, you so know, therefore, why not capitalize on your attention that you're getting now? You, and the, and here's, here's the funny part is like you know it, it's so it's so funny when I call people when I call people smart stupid, you know they uh you, you know and, and I and, and men are very susceptible to uh, to this and I I say this in a way that I like like I'm not a, not a man but I talk about this from a psychological standpoint and it's like you know I just find, you know I find it funny how pe- you know men can men kind of give you their side effects right away sometimes they sometimes they're good at hiding them for a while but usually they give you their side effects right away and as you pointed out uh you know uh uh uh, uh uh, Christopher, or, or you know, like he told you his fucking side effects at the beginning. He sat there and waited for fifty people to show up before he wanted to tell you the big story. So he was like, "Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, and let me fold my arms, and I'm going to sit here until you all look at me, and then I'm going to perform for my audience." Right. Yeah. This was all go. done for the purpose of getting attention. 
Mm-hmm. He told you that in the first 30 seconds. Well, there it is. He's, he's a simple-minded little a little man who does all he needs is somebody to fucking look at him. Like, because, <laughs> you know, a real, a real pastor leads by example. He leads by the word. Uh, he lives and he lives and breathes by the word. The words that he reads in the Bible that he commits himself to. I am no preacher, and I am no, and I'm, and I'm, I'm no, I, you know, I am no saint. But I know the word. I do know the word of God, and I live my life through it and by it. And and the thing is that like I can go, I can live myself sexually, but I, you know, and whatever you call me, whatever you want to demonize me for, but you know what? I know my God that I serve, and and how I look at myself, and how and and how it brings me joy to know myself spiritually, and and uh, and so and I and 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 I really hate when people use the Bible as a weapon because it's a, it's it's nothing but a psychosis of people's fears. Like this, like I need something higher power than myself. It's kind of like getting its magical sword that you could just you know our magical wand that you can just wave in the air and, and make something change change to what you want it to be it's like i'm gonna wave this bible in the air and it's gonna make it so for me like that that's not how the bible works it's there to lead you and guide you to a better pl- person of yourself it ain't there to fix your leg it ain't to make me turn you straight it ain't there to get your girlfriend back it ain't there for you to, uh, to, uh, to get through the uh, get, get a lottery ticket you know, you need to have a, be- a great understanding for what, you know, what you serve. And I'm like, and it's called to a better part of yourself. That's what the Bible's about. And if you can't live by it, then get the fuck out, dude. And there you have it. Because you, <laughs> because, a, because a punk bitch like you, you know, that, 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 that's all that Bible just did for you is show who you, re- who, the, uh, who the hell you really are. You ain't like, like you sitting here trying to out somebody else, but you just kind of out yourself, didn't you? There you you just told everybody who the fuck you really are. Right. Baby, you church folks is on one today, 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 today. You church folks. You church folks. Lord mm-hmm. have mercy. You're like, I, I can't, I, you know, church folks be driving me nuts. Like, you know, because I was like, you know, like a lot, a lot of the hardcore church folks, I'm like, you know what? You, I like, I know what you, I know what the fuck you about. Life got real hard for you, and you just needed something to run behind, to hide behind, because life fucking scared you, and you didn't know how to fucking handle it. You was that crack hole on the pole that was swinging it out, and life scared the fuck out of you, and you need to find Jesus to get you, get you right. You need to hide behind something because it negated you from facing the fact that uh, some, uh, you know, that that uh, that what really happened to you brought you to that pole in the first place. And that's what you really should have been addressing instead of hiding behind your Bible because the Bible ain't there to absolve you from anything that you live through. Honey, I'm about to get on the pole. I need that new that new uh, Maserati SUV looks really nice to me. I need that. So I'm about to get on the pole. Hell yeah. That's for yourself. If I knew how to pole dance, I'll be a stripper. <laughs> I'm about to get on that pole. Now let's slide on into home plate right now because Churchman got us on a so they, they the, we was hitting bases, but this one right here Ooh. is about that. We about to hit a home run on this. Oh, I love night, this baby. one. Yes, right, as, as we bring the show to a close, as we this bring wonderful, to wonderful, 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 wonderful visual performance. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I... this actually goes back to Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't either. Lick, lick, I... lick, lick, lick. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you... So, 
He's like, as you're sitting at home, you know, one of the things that we're real podcasters and our stuff, some we we really talk about stuff that is going on in the world, but <laughs> you have to go find this video on your own because sponsors and advertisers won't let us post this kind of stuff. So I can't tag that link in our stuff because you know we enjoy what we do, but we love to, we would love to eventually make a coin at this. So we can't put it out there. You know, you, right. you can't do that. <laughs> so if you want to see this video that we're talking about, you can go and you can Google. So allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> Pastor David E. Wilson, yes. him and his tongue found himself in between another person's legs that wasn't his wife. Oh, yes, yes Lord. Allegedly. Shaving so legs. His family has spoke out now, according to heavy.com, and said that this is not their this is not their family member. <laughs> so those of you that when you go find this thing, you can look at the picture and you make the decision upon yourself. But the family member says they don't even know if the viral video, because this video has went viral, honey. Yes. Put in, yes, it is. Yes, it go is. on. Put in, you put in David Wilson or Pastor David E. Wilson. Yes, exactly. And you will see for yourself the porn that is coming out of the church. Yes, Jesus. So, this is my issue here. And I said this on my social media, and I made this post, and for those of you y'all know, I, I'm, I'm I don't I don't sugarcoat stuff, and I don't uh, I just say it. What I said was after seeing everybody in my timeline keep talking about this pastor, this pastor, this pastor and I was like, well, what the heck is going on? So I went to go look to see what was being said about this pastor, <laughs> and then I got an eye. My eyes came wide open, and I got my contacts in, honey. I saw more than I wanted to see in a lifetime. I loved it. And I said, if some of you pastors, preachers, apostles, prophets, spend as much time in the word as you do in other people's beds, the church might have a stronger chance of saving more lives. Damn, he, I know he, but damn, does he, man, he know the word. He don't know the word, he know the box. No, he he spoke some. He spoke some. He spoke. He ooh. like he spoke words. He spoke. He was. Oh Lord, have mercy! I was looking at that. I was like, damn! I, I was like, can I be next? <laughs> like you and you and everybody else, because the memes are going crazy. Like so. Like please, pastor. Like I, like let me sit on your face. This pastor is eating this woman. For the, for the, I mean, to, for the gods, baby. <laughs> for the gods. Yes, he this, is doing it if, right. If you want to be truthful, this was his profession. Yes, he was at the altar, and he was saying the best prayer he ever can say. He spoke in tongues. With a whole lot was, of L's and a whole lot of T's. Yes, Jesus. <laughs> and I guess, I guess he. Wait. He listens to Megan D. Stallion. Yes, motherfucker. He said, lick, 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 lick. These are simply our instructor on how to lick my clip. There we go. 
Get and it. she taught him how to do it because, and I'm telling y'all, if you watch this video, it is very graphic. It is the very, sh- very, 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 very graphic. Damn, Pastor. You- it is porn at its highest level. If I and look, then, I don't like, if I got licked like that, I'd be spread open like that too. Now, here is my ultimate issue with this thing, and people get mad, and somebody has already commented on my page and asked me a question, and I'm going to I'm going to answer you here on the podcast because I'm not going to go back and forth on the thing. But the question was, after I posted that, one of the comments said, they're human, so are we saying that they shouldn't be having sex? No, bro. And let me be clear. Let, let me be real clear. I don't give a damn who you have sex with. My biggest issue at the end of the day is stop goddamn filming your sex capades. No, no. I, because the hurt that you are, are you damaged and hurt that you are causing your wife now? Thank you. Like, that's what I'm screaming. Like, you, you know, you're like, you know, man, like, it's like, if you like sex, like, we all like sex. Like, Clearly, you are you 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 got some mouth game. Like you know how to spit that game on on on. I'm telling you, like you good with it. But yeah, he like it like, as but, much as you, but, Fernando. But the fact of the matter is, I was like, you made an oath to your wife, to your religion, and made a vow. And I made a and, vow to the Lord, you, and, and I you won't did, take it back. and that's what you signed up for. Good, bad, or indifferent. So, therefore, so therefore, if you want, if you wanted something different from that, you must have, you vowed to love and trust, uh, trust and honor your wife. And if you loved and trusted, you loved and trusted with the truth, and say, you know what, I want more. I want more sex than we are having, and I don't know how we make this work. I either we we have an open relationship, or we. You know, we we need to see go apart. I know it's outside of religion, but I need to be honest with you because I made a vow to be honest with you, good, bad, or indifferent. That's the kind of man you should have been because you are a pastor, you are a man, and you should have been doing that. That's how it should have went down. But instead, you disgraced yourself. And so, so where are we? You just, you don't think that this is a this is a betrayal? I I I uh, once again. It, I think here we are all of with that. a series of, of a betrayal because it's obvious that the woman that he's doing it to is the one that's videotaping it. Oh, yes. And I'm thinking that she, something happened between them, she got pissed off, and she leaked the video. That's what I'm thinking. But the, but the fact of the matter is, like, dude, if you, like, you know you cheat on your wife, you see a camera, not that fucking camera down, exactly. delete that shit. But wait, wait, wait. Wait, but wait, 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 wait. We know why. We, we, we're real clear as to why. See, what usually happens is you missed that payment on that that she was requesting of you. She Look didn't get that purse. That or, you know what? You didn't men, buy that BMW that she some wanted. Some men to subconsciously want to get caught. Because, so, so this is my question. What do you guys think about videotaping your sex page? Okay. No. Wrong person. No. <laughs> you asking the wrong person. Uh, Fernando, you're not into the sexcapades? Being videoed? I, I used to not be. I used to was dead set against it. I was really did not like it. And then recently, that changed. Uh-oh. That changed. So you probably can find me somewhere on X-Tube. 
Um, and Pornhub. Oh. Uh, um, if you're really looking. Um, wait a minute. Wait a minute. So you know it's released? You know it's out there like that? Yep. Absolutely. Well, well, well. Yeah, I thought you were trying to. Well, okay. Yeah, he is I, the sexologist. I, you know, honestly thought about this for a while, and um, and I, you know, I was like, I'm getting into an industry that I know that this is going to be the first thing that people do to me in the first place. And I know people want people because people, um, when you're trying to change people's uh, people's um, uh, perspective about something that they have held uh, held themselves true to, even lies and deception and the the the, uh, the negative behavior you put around sex and sex uh, you know sex and sex uh, sexuality, you know I know like you know people may not like what I say and they're like okay well I got an old video of you of doing this that and the other so now what now nigga, you know people do that kind of stuff they get vindictive and whatnot and I was like you know what I want to free myself of that so if you want to see me participate in something I hope you learn something, hope you learn something I hope you enjoy and would learn something I don't want to be bound by it. You know, so I actually really did it on purpose, to be honest with you. Because I was like, you know what? There may be something out there that I don't know—a hidden camera in the closet or something—and and that's meant to shame somebody or make somebody degrade someone, degrade someone in some some way. It's like, you know what? If you if you're watching it, you probably then you probably want to see it in the first place. There's something about me that you want to see. Something about me that you just want to pull that dick out and work it out. If you if that makes you go for it, go for it, baby. If you want to rub your clip to seeing me get, uh, you know, get it on, then get it. Oh my! But leave me the fuck alone. Leave me out of it, because this is my sex life. This is how I participate in same sex. You can call me what the fuck you want to, but you know what? You ain't gonna call me a liar. I am who I am, and I own that shit. You're not gonna sit here and shame me because that's your shame. That's what you reflect on. That's how you feel about yourself, and you're trying to bring me into your shit. I dealt with my shit. Hmm. So I, you know, I, I thought, I, I thought like I'm going into a very public space, space and I, I don't want to, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to talk too much detail about what was going on, but I finally found some potential investors. So I'm like, and they, they love the idea about all the stuff that I'm doing. So I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so I'm like, behind the scenes, y'all, I'm like pushing really hard to get, you know, all the stuff I talk about with you guys about my, my, uh, the, 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 uh, the, the, the web, the web show and the products and whatnot. I'm really working hard behind the scenes to make it happen. And and it's gonna happen. So, but for me, for me, for me, 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 me. I'm already fat. So uh I don't need nobody to see how fat I am. Get in here and cut the lights out if we're gonna do something. You know what's you know what's funny? We've said this before. It's it's to, to, uh, the beauty is an eye of the beholder, honey. Get, you might think you know what you can go there's, all, there's somebody who, who wants a a big old fat slouch. Somebody who wants a plus size person. They don't want no skinny bitch. You know, so it's like oh. it's, 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 it's in a holder. And the thing is, is like I'm talking from an advertiser because I'm you know, as a designer and, and and being in the advertising industry for over 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 15 years now. I my job is to be uh, is, is to be a visual. A, a visual uh, manipulator, a story manipulator. It's my job to manipulate the, the general public to uh, to what sells my product or service. <clears throat> so I paint the picture of how things should be, and you and you uh, and and, uh, and and we lead we lead a society on how they should participate in life to uh, to, uh, to 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 to, uh, to 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 aspire to be in that level. Whether it's how you look, how you 
talk, how you how you act, what you wear, which car you drive, what house you buy, what type of furniture you purchase. We we do this through visual suggestion, through through our stories, through the bullshit that we sell. And we and we and we do this cycle subconsciously to people, and people people think it's their idea. They're like, "Oh, I want to go buy this." Like, yeah, we suggested the idea to you. We did this subconsciously because we we are we like as designers as artists, we know how to design for your for your for your uh, for your psyche. We don't we we don't design for, design for your just your instant gratification. We design for to manipulate you psychologically to do exactly what we want you to do. That's our job. So, like, when it comes to like, you know, sex and whatnot, like, we've done the same thing with sex. Like, you know, and you know, we we we, we kind of painted a picture of how sex should be and who who who's having sex. And on, the honest, the fact, the honest, the goodness is the real people who's having sex are the people with the fat rolls. It's the people with the uh, with the cellulite. That's the people. That's the real people who's fucking at night. That's the ones I, that, that's the people who are fucking at my night. mess. Like I'm not trying to be the next porn star. Well, you don't have to be, but just saying that that you know there's all different levels and types of sexy, and don't think your sexy doesn't exist because it does. Well, if I was skim and slinny and all that, maybe I might film it. Maybe. No, I mean, do you do you know? <laughs> like I lost 135 pounds. I'm tiny as hell, and people still think uh, think some shit about me. Uh, once again, I do believe I said I started this whole conversation with beauties in the eye of the beholder. People, do, do you know that I, you know, I know I, I, do what they do and love with who they love? But my thing is, as far as me personally, I'm not videotaping shit because of the things that I've seen happen to other people who have videotaped themselves. Exactly. And so, oh, therefore, absolutely. that wants me not to videotape a damn thing. I, 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 I not even if somebody said, oh, baby, it's just going to be between me and you. Hell to the no. I'm not uh, doing and, it. And honestly, guys, if I wasn't, if I, if I wasn't, you know, getting, you know, getting so deep into the adult industry, I would, I would, I would be, be on the same side of the street that you guys were on. I'm like, hell no. Because before I got into the adult industry, I was like, no, 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 no. I don't want a Polaroid. I don't want nothing. Nope. You ain't, nope. You're going to see it when you get here. <laughs> that's how that's how I was. I wasn't just I, like I didn't I didn't feel the need to do, like people say, "Oh, can I see you on webcam?" I don't need you screen capturing that shit. Fuck you. Nope, I don't do webcam. Fuck you. So I I I was that like even, and you know it's funny even to this day I still don't do webcam. I don't do FaceTime. I don't do none of that bullshit. Fuck you. If you want to see me live, come see me at my house. Like I ain't doing all that extra shit. Like take a video of yourself. No, motherfucker, I'm not doing all that. Come, come over and, and see some live action at my house. If you don't, if that's not happening, then I'm going to bed. <laughs> Did you yeah. say you're going to bed? Like, but, but, but this but, is but, why. But, yeah, but you never know when it's gonna come back to bite you in the butt. And right. in the end of the day, who is hurt more than anybody? Because he, he he's not hurt. But who's hurt is his wife. And the sad part is, whether you want to admit it or not, her family is sitting there watching the video too. Yes, they are. Right. And that gives them fuel to sit up. And if they, if somebody thought he wasn't good in the beginning, now here they come through with "I told you so." Yeah, you dog food now, dude. Like your career, like you digitally deep. But wait, no, no, no. His career won't be over. But nah. hers will hers will be because see in the industry that we in right now, when you got the likes of what's this man? Um 
the the perfect example. Um, oh, he just became the pastor of um of New Birth. Um, oh, uh, oh, Bryant, Jamal Bryant. Okay. Uh, the, the AME church is still paying from all of the stuff the woman that he was having an affair with that was his secretary, the baby mamas, the AME church is paying for them lawsuits. So that gives, all it does is give you cred in the church so that you're creditable. That's all it does. It makes you more it, it pumps up your name. It pumps you up know, your name. And you, you know, you know, it's, I, I always said, and I, I hate, and I hate that. I'm not saying, I'm not gonna say I hate that I say this because it almost sounds like a stereotype. I, I kind of hate this for the black community because it's very prevalent in the black community. We, we are very religious and we are very steadfast to our religion and we will blindly follow, you know, stewards of our religion. And and sometimes it define and sometimes it, in some ways it define it for us, you know. Be, you know, and I and I, and when I say these stewards, I mean you know these these pastors and whatnot. These that they own these mega churches and and what uh, and whatnot, and they and they get these complexes, you know, about themselves that they they participate, uh, you know, in life in a way that is not you know that's not of the church. And and it's like nowadays it just kind of create like I, like they it's such a level of celebrity around it that they've taken a departure from their religion as well. It's just it's really sad. It it is it's, it's sad because this is not the word of God, and God and and it's crazy that you know you know us as a gay community that they look at us you know and deify us, but you know. There's a lot of great gay people in this world who inspires people, you know, on a daily basis. They don't ask for nothing. They don't ask for restitution. They don't ask for recognition. They don't ask for money. They don't ask for a tithe or nothing. They just want to be a better person for everybody in their life. And, and what's sad is what's, what's really sad is when the gay people can be in a relationship longer and committed and faithful than all of the straight people who keep saying that the gay people is the ones that are the problem. But when we really look at it, it's the straight people. They can't keep Amen. they getting their pants. <laughs> yeah, and, Amen. And, and, can't keep their tongue in their mouth. And the thing is, I think that we've, uh, you know, that's been our Achilles heel that we've, like the, the, our example of, of relationships and love stem from the heterosexual community. And it did kind of bring in a, a bit of the toxicity of it too, as well, because we kind of kind of bent our heads around the idea of how relationships to conduct themselves, and we kind of also brought in that other side of it that that uh, that's very toxic to the gay community as well, because we uh, we, we like like this this other pastor we were just talking about earlier, like he's getting married, but he want to pop off about you know about other people's lives, and I'm like, you kind of pot kettle black. You know, right? Like what kind of exactly? You know, so you know, you 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 look at that, and it's like, yeah, like who are you really serving? Who's 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 really who? Who's your God really? At, and at the end of the day, kind of it kind of looks like you are your own God. They don't they don't have no God because they don't have no conscience. Like they because... don't have a star. Like a lot of these, a lot of, I think a lot of these people get into the celebrity of 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 uh, of. Of of being a pastor in these church, mega churches and 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 they God is their vehicle to get there. It's like 
I was like, you know, the word was never supposed to be used in this way and propertized and and whatnot. It's like it's supposed to inspire people. God was never intended to and live in this manner. And it's like, you know, so. Well, I say y'all pack y'all bags. We going to Atlanta. Let's go visit Pastor Tom's church. Like, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know if I ever, ever said this to you guys out loud. I, my, my, uh, my ex boyfriend was uh, thinking, thinking about moving to Atlanta, and I told him my assessment of Atlanta. I lived there for, uh, for almost fifteen years, and it's, it's a great place. It's like. It's so beautiful to see so many different types of African American people and so many smart black people there, and and it's so great to see black people get the upper hand in life, because you get to see them drive around in these Jaguars, these Mercedes and whatnot. You see police officers sharp to the teeth, looking sexy as they all want to be, and talk with such beautiful articulation, and you're just like, damn, that's my people. And it looks beautiful. You see so many black-owned, uh, you know, you know, businesses and whatnot. He's like, "Damn, this is us!" And you get that kind of richness in Atlanta. It's beautiful to see. It's a rhythm and a beat that you just can't describe. However, there's a toxicity that is just like no other there. You, it's just people clamor to want to be first and want to be seen, and everybody wants their fifteen minutes. And 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 these people are just beating each other up just to be seen first and what and they create this toxic culture of of of, of uh, that's enriched in reality tv culture that's just so unhealthy like i, I mean like I, you know i remember th- like this in, this uh, this little internal game that gay dudes would do you know in the gay community especially the black gay dudes they would uh, they, they would do this like if they find out you had a boyfriend they would they would take best to see how long it would take to break out up and then, and they would get real brutal with it to the point where if they see you at the club, they'll drug you and hook up with you while you're drugged. Now, this used to happen back in the early 2000s when I lived in back in college. I remember this. And, and I'm like, wow, this is the kind, this is the kind of built, like, this is the kind of ugliness that we have. Like, I remember telling you guys, like, you know, I used to be an overweight dude. I remember getting invited to somebody's house, and this dude, this dude opened the door and laughed in my face and pointed at me, and, and he had a bunch of people, a bunch of dudes in his house, and said, yeah, I told you you look like that. I told you that little fat nigga look like that, and it slammed the door in my face. Oh, my. Yeah. I was mortified. I felt so humiliated. He just, I was there just to be a joke. Well, and like I was like, you know, so there's so much, there's a, there's a huge ugliness about Atlanta that I hated. Like you will not, it's this ignorancy that like it surpasses me. Like where there is such a a, a willful ignorance that's kind of wrapped inside of religion, inside of self hatred and self loathing. It is just God. And I I wish Atlanta would have a a less stronghold because it, it's hurting them because I mean as you guys know they have the they have the leading um, uh, the highest amount of AIDS transmission HIV transmission in the nation high nation. nation nation in the nation why because all because half of them are on on the down low and they don't want to go to the doctors and get tested or don't want to or to my lord the lord gonna protect me and you know what they're doing they they don't they don't want to educate themselves about sex and sexuality because they think they know better and a half of them i know i know your niggas do that and don't say you don't y'all walk around you, you ain't got no money for loops so you walk around with that jar of vaseline like that shit work 
You know what Vaseline is? Vaseline is petroleum jelly. A petroleum jelly actually yes. breaks down skin. What does that do for your asshole? It creates microfissures. Microfissures are like paper cuts. So basically, you basically you're open wrong, your you're, you're basically leaving your butt blood raw for for uh, for for you to catch anything that man has in his system, and vice versa. And so that that that's that's so beyond not protecting yourself, you are not educating yourself. And then even worse, you can say you put a condom on. Petroleum jelly eats through pla- uh, through, uh, through latex, so that condom is no longer safe. So, so it's also about educating yourself as well. And, uh, and, and unfortunately, in the South, they kind of wrap themselves around religion and whatnot, and they don't really embrace going to the doctor, going to these clinics, and saying being being on a regular test schedule. Like you know, we live in San Francisco. You know, like living in San Francisco, living in California, really, we kind of privileged because it's a lot more open and liberal about these things. So we have these big centers and, and whatnot, and a lot of conversation about HIV and AIDS. You know, we it's a, it's a lot more supported here, and you know, because San Francisco, as of last year, had zero HIV and AIDS transmission, zero. Really? Oh, yeah, hmm. in San Francisco. No transmissions at all. They, the only state, the only, the only city in the nation to do that. And Did not the know highest, that. the highest city in the uh, in the in the globe to raise the most money for HIV and AIDS. Learn something new every day. And so, yeah, and, and, and so, and, and, and so, you know, I was, you know, and it takes Atlanta is a big city. It's a big, beautiful city. It takes nothing for them to actually put resources, time, and effort into into and, uh, into uh, to, uh, to, uh, to educate their people about this kind of thing, contraceptives, about about if you're going bareback, here's the things you should be using when you're bareback, because people do it. You don't demonize demonize people what they do. You want to call them a hoe? You want to call them a slut? Call what the fuck you want to. But you know what? Let let uh, look. At least do it the, the safest way possible. Use the fucking lube. Go buy your shit. Put it half on it. You know, but not put half on it. But stop being irresponsible because irrespons being irresponsible does not get anybody anywhere. I don't care how close you are to your Bible. <laughs> exactly. Because the Bible, like, because a disease don't discriminate against nobody, honey. Bible or no Bible, it's coming for you. An STD can touches everybody. It touches everybody. Don't care who will you come from, cloth or no cloth. Well, there you have it. <laughs> I'm just saying. The sexologist has just schooled y'all in 30 seconds or less. I'm just trying to tell you. Fernando will keep you guys going. I will. I don't, I, you know what? You can tell me whatever you want to, but at least I know my shit. Lamont and I are li- a little a little more laid back because we're not videotaping anything. No. And like I said before, I would, but you know what's funny? I saw my butt the other day in a video, and I was like, ooh, I need to work on my ass more. I'm about to slide and fall off the side of this chair. But you know what, though? I did hella sexy in some positions. I'm like, damn, that's me? Okay. Okay. Lamont, pray for him. Pray for him. I'm like, damn, I look good like that. I'm like, I was like, what, bitch? <laughs> Lamont told us we had 90 minutes. And get this. We hit the 90 minutes. We are there. All right. Ding. We, ding, ding, dong. Ding, 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 dong. Ding, ding, dong. So, 
Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Fellows Point of View podcast. We hope that we have kept you entertained. We hope that you enjoyed the show. And we hope that right now, if you haven't already done so, you have shared this podcast. Share it. And told all your friends. Told all your friends. Your good, 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 good Judy's. Please tune in once again. Follow us on Instagram at Fellas Point of View. Follow each and every one of us. Okay, Nando, because y'all know who that is. That's the sexologist. Follow that LB Blaze. Follow him. Lamont and Fernando are the best hosts this side of heaven, and we are just so honored to have them here. As we close out this bad boy, share, 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 share share. it. We're out. Yeah. Are we out of here? We're out of here. We're out. All right. We out. Hey. Peace.